0: How many times have you heard a coach say, raise your prices? And how many times have you beat yourself up for not having the guts to do it? Now what if I told you that your gut might be right? What if your prices are fine the way they are? But most importantly, do you know the answer to that question? Are your prices fine? This is probably not what you're expecting to hear from a coach, right? That your prices might be okay. You might want someone to give you a kick in the butt so that you can start making real money, right? But what if I were to teach you how to properly price your services to begin with? That's what we're going to talk about today. How to create a pricing strategy that feels good to you, feels good to the client, and it's a pleasure to share rather than create dread or overwhelm, and ultimately, you never have to wonder again, should you raise your prices? Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story, and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus will be on three steps to create a pricing strategy that is in full alignment with your audience, your values, and your goals. This episode was inspired by our last conversation with Meryl in our last episode, who started out as a copywriter and now leads a multi-six-figure-per-year business, teaching women how to step into their power and make as much money as possible. But how did she make that pivot? And what can we learn from her perspective on money? Go back and listen to that interview after you're done with this episode. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're planning your next launch, I'm going to give you a quick secret to getting really strong leads for it. Are you ready? I want you to go to 30days30leads.com. I'm going to say that again. 30days30leads.com and get my $30 bundle where I teach you exactly how to get the attention of the right people and fill your lunch with amazing qualified leads even if you have a small audience. And if that was helpful, take a moment to head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. to help others i'm your host ina coveney six-figure entrepreneur and business coach listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon today's episode begins now we've all heard raise your prices before This is not the first time you're going to hear somebody tell you, you need to raise your prices. Maybe this is something you've been telling yourself to do. Hey, I've been meaning to raise my prices for a while, but I'm still not doing it because X, Y, Z, something that sounds like an excuse. Well, here's the thing. I hate blanket advice. I hate that right now, we all believe that the solution to our problems is to raise our prices and that if we're not doing it, we must have some kind of excuse, right? We must have some kind of mindset issue that we need to resolve in order to make more money in our businesses. And I just don't believe that. I don't believe that. Now, there's something to be said for there are people out there that, you know, I have worked with them Right? I do believe that, you know what, you could be charging more for that, but it's not because it's a blanket piece of advice. It's not because, hey, everybody should go and raise their prices right now, and I'm going to challenge everybody to go raise their prices. It might not even make sense for you. You don't even know. So what I want to do in this episode is I want us to get back to the reality of business, of the reality of running a business and of pricing strategy, because it's not the same for everybody. And if you keep beating yourself up that you're not raising your prices, then what are we doing? What are we doing here? I want you to be so comfortable with your prices that when somebody says no to working with you, you are golden you are fine. You're like, that's fine, because those are the prices, right? Um, I've had conversations with people who say, wow, your prices are too high. And I'm like, that's kind of relative, isn't it? I know a lot of coaches who charge many times more than me. Um, I have a low-level membership. I have a low-level coaching membership that is $200 a month. And I've heard two things. I've heard, Ina, you should be charging more. And I have heard, Ina, I can't make that investment right now. Is there any way we can work out a deal? And I'm like, no, because my pricing strategy has nothing to do with your ability to pay, right? With your, that specific person. You don't really dictate what my prices are. I have a pricing strategy that is based on my financial goals, that is based on my positioning in the marketplace, which is a lot more important, a lot more overlooked, is a lot more important than what people are willing to pay. And it has to do with my ideal client's price sensitivity and situation. Not Has nothing to do with what one person has to say about my prices. So if I'm getting on a whole ton of market research calls and I'm finding that people are telling me that you know that my prices are too high, right? I need to analyze the data. I need to see, well, was that person my ideal client, yes or no? Can I find an ideal client who matches that price? Is it possible that I just haven't met them yet, but they are out there, right? So all of this to say, pricing strategy is not a blanket thing. It's not something that we just tell every coach, go and raise your prices. That is not a pricing strategy. A pricing strategy is these three things that we're going to talk about today. Okay? After this episode, you should be really clear. You should understand if your price is right or not. Because it's possible that it is. Okay, And if by the end of this episode, you decide, shoot, I think I need to raise my prices, then great, because now you're thinking like a CEO. Now you're thinking like a business owner, not like a coach who's just doing whatever other coaches tell them to do. Does that make sense? So let's get back into the CEO seat and understand our pricing strategy from the beginning. Why don't we start with number one? which is your financial goals. This is something that is way overlooked, right? Normally, and I I say normally based on, you know, what most people do, is they go about starting a coaching business and the first thing they do is say, okay, so this is going to be my offer and this is going to be my starting price. And it's like, "Mm, why? (laughs) Why is that your starting price? Is it because that's the only number that you feel comfortable saying out loud in a sales call? Is it because you know what your walkaway point is and that is basically pretty close to your walkaway point? Like, what is the reason why? Right? All of those things could be true. But do you know what your financial goals are? And I know that it, I, I used to be there, right? That how can I think of a financial goal if I'm not making any money right now? Right. My financial goal is making some money. Right. And do you guys understand what I'm saying? Some money would be great. My financial goal is to make more than zero dollars. Right. I've been there. I've been there that I've had coaches ask me. So how much do you want to be making? And I'm like, just some, just any, just throw a number. Like I want to be making some money. Right, So it's really hard to think of financial goals when you're not making any money right now. And you might think that your financial goals are way too lofty, right? Or you might think that they're not high enough. So like, why have goals? I used to say this to my coaches, I don't want to have goals because if I have goals, I'm just going to disappoint myself. So the first step is to understand that the only way to have a pricing strategy is by knowing what would make this job that you're creating, worth it? What is the number that you would be walking walking away with every month that makes you think, you know what? This is working for me. Because you know what a lot of people do? And I've been there. I was there for years. People are not actually making money in their business. They're just investing in a hobby. They're investing in a hobby that keeps them warm at night, that keeps them helping people, but they're not even paying themselves, they're reinvesting 100% or even 150% or 200% of their revenue into, back into their business, back into courses, back into programs, and they're making zero money. They're making zero or negative or getting themselves into that. And that's not a way to lead a business we have to feel at the end of the month that everything we did this month was worth it. So what is that number for you? It's gonna be different for you, for the next person, for the next person, it's going to be a completely different number. Some of you are going to say, you know what, Ina? If I could make an additional $1,000 every month, I would be happy. That would mean that this business is working and it's going somewhere. Some of you might say, I would not get out of bed for $1,000 a month, right? For me, it has to be $10,000 a month, or this is just not working. This is not for me. What I don't want to happen, guys, is that we will be having this conversation two weeks or two years after you started your business, and you're still not making money, and you're still not meeting your goals, and you're still getting yourself into that. That's not what we want to happen. So we gotta have that number in mind. If we don't know that number, what are we even doing here? Have that number. So step one, pause this episode, pause this recording. Right now decide what amount of money could you be making in a month that would make you feel like your business is working. Decide on that number. The next thing you're gonna do is to say, Okay, now that I have my number, $10,000 a month, what is your current capacity for clients? Is your current capacity, well, I work full time, so the only time that I could really meet with clients is at night, but I have kids and I have a family and I cannot be working all day long and then also working every night. So maybe I will only allow myself to work maybe a couple nights a week. That's something that I can negotiate with my spouse. I can negotiate with my partner or who's going to be taking care of everything while I'm on calls. And I will just take maybe two coaching calls Tuesdays and two coaching calls on Thursdays. So that way you figure out that your capacity is for clients at any given point in time. If I want to be making... $10,000 $10,000 per month, and my capacity is four clients per month. What is 10,000 divided by four to 2500? That means that each of those clients need to be paying me $2,500 per month. Do you see now how we're starting to discover a strategy, a pricing strategy that makes sense for your financial goals? Now I know, based on my capacity and my financial goals, this is what my price should be. Now, we need to start thinking backwards. What can I provide? What kind of help can I provide that would be worth $2,500 and that my ideal client would say, that is a slam dunk, let's do it. That brings me to point number two, which is my ideal client's price sensitivity. If my financial goal says that my clients need to be paying me $2,500 per month, I need to be targeting an audience that is willing and able to pay $2,500 a month. So who are those people? If I'm working with coaches, and I'm going to be charging $2,500 a month, that's probably not going to be starting coaches. Right, that's probably going to be coaches who are already making some money in their business. Right, that's probably going to be coaches who have invested at this high level before, for whom $2,500 a month doesn't seem like that big a deal. Right, and maybe it's not like it doesn't hurt the wallet. Right, like if you were hoping to spend less, you know, in, in coaching and you end up here in $2,500, I just want someone who's able to pay it without telling me, well, Ina, I, if I pay you that, I cannot make rent this month. Then clearly, my friend, you are not my ideal client. My ideal client is someone who looks at that price tag and says, my business could afford this for a few months. Let's do it, because you have a great value, right? So now you start to see how the pricing strategy starts to come together. I'm not trying to get people who cannot pay $100 or $200 for a membership. I'm not trying to get them to pay me $2,500. That would be irresponsible. That would be crazy, right? And this is something that really aggravates me is when other coaches say, you know, your client's financial situation is none of your business, right? It has nothing to do with you. I believe that there is a certain level of integrity that we need to be acting on. That if I run into someone that I believe I can help and they cannot afford my prices, that I will not tell them, why don't you take out a loan, right? That I will not tell them, well, why don't you go sign up for a credit card? I've heard a lot of people do that. You guys, I have done this. I have signed up for new credit cards to sign up for programs, right? I did it. As an educated consumer, it's true that coaches, that coach did not have any responsibility over my financial health, right? That is true. But if I'm the coach and I see that this person would basically like default on their rent by paying for this, it's my responsibility to make sure that the people that I target, that my ideal client is not in dire straits, because then that becomes predatory behavior. It's the difference between, listen, I target people who are a certain level of income for whom $2,500 a month is going to be doable. Those are the people I target. If I happen to attract someone who is at a lower level, who cannot afford that, but they still want to make it work, I release myself of responsibility. Right? I release myself a responsibility of what they decide to do with their finances because truth is, there's a lot of coaches out there who have told this story a million times that they put their first coach, which was a $10,000 investment into a credit card and now they're making $500,000, right? I am not going to stand in the way of somebody getting creative with their finances. That is their business. My responsibility lies in my targeting in who I consider to be my ideal client. Do you see what I mean? Do you see the difference? If I were targeting people that I know couldn't pay, if I were targeting people that I know are in their last legs, right? If that was my target, if I said, no, they'll figure it out, they'll sign up for a credit card, they'll get themselves into debt as long as they get to pay me, That is predatory. That is the difference between you having a business with ethics, with integrity, saying, you know what? At this price point, I would target people who are at a certain level in their business and a certain level of income. If I happen to attract people, who really want to stretch and push themselves, I'm not going to stand in their way. They could be an amazing success story down the line. I'm not going to stand in their way. I'm not responsible for their financial health. I'm responsible for my targets. I'm responsible for the information that I put out there and for the warnings that I give people, right? For like letting them know, listen, did you know working with a coach is going to get you from here to here? But if you don't feel like this is something you can do right now, You know that there are other options you can have, right? You know that there are other things you could be doing to advance in your business, right? I like to run my business from a place of integrity and I invite everybody to do the same, okay? So going back to our three essential pieces of our pricing strategy, number one was be clear on your financial goals, right? When you're clear on your financial goals and you know your capacity, your pricing will illuminate itself to you. Okay, it will, it will show itself, it will tell you this is what you should be charging. And the second thing is your ideal client's price sensitivity, okay? Know who you're targeting and understand their financial situation so that you run a business of integrity. So that you know that people who are here, this should be the price for them. People who are here, this should be the price for them. And adjust your offers accordingly. Your offer has to match that price, which brings me to point number three in raising your prices, in figuring out your pricing strategy. Point number three is what is your positioning in the marketplace? I once attended a business class where they had us play with our pricing strategy and we basically had to decide whether we want it to be Walmart or we want it to be Gucci. Pricing strategies are completely different. One is based on stature, is based on status, right? One is based on luxury, it's a luxury brand. The other one is a more mainstream, is this has to be accessible to as many people as possible and we're gonna keep our our prices intentionally low. When you decide your pricing strategy and you're thinking of your financial goals and you're thinking about your target audience price sensitivity, now you gotta figure out what is my positioning in the market then? So let's keep keep walking through our exercise of this person has to pay me $2,500 a month, right? Are you aware of what other coaches are charging $2,500 a month? What their offers look like? Where they draw the line? Are these payment plans? Or are these month to month stop anytime? Are these coaches that are charging $2,500 a month targeting the same kind of people that you are? Do you understand the options available to your target audience? If your target audience has the choice to go to Walmart or to go to Gucci, which one do they tend to frequent? Which one are they looking for? Which one do they need? Which one are you able to provide? Where is your positioning? I'm gonna tell you, I had to take a really hard look at my positioning uh, because at first in my business, I was offering do it for you services which was a high ticket item. I will teach you about business and I will make your website for you. That was a done for you service, white glove, you and me working one-on-one together. And I was selling that at the time, this was three years ago, I was selling that for $5,000, right? And it was three months, $5,000, we talk about your business and we make your website, right? After I had that experience, I learned, because I, I, had, I had two choices, right? I had a choice to continue to target people who are very new in their business or work with people who were more experienced work with people who have already launched their businesses and I could help them with this strategy. I could help them with their online presence, right? And continue to increase my prices and have higher ticket offers for people who are more established. I totally could have done that. But what did I discover in my own world? I love working with starting coaches. It makes me happy. I love watching their eyes get wide when they discover something new. I love that feeling. What I don't like is working with coaches who have worked with so many coaches already that they tend to be a little bit more jaded, right? They tend to be, you know, expecting more out of the engagement and really the coaching experience is supposed to be, right? I like working with people who are just so bright and so wide-eyed and so ready to learn that every time we meet is a breakthrough. And it's really hard to get somebody who has been around the block for 10 years, it's really hard to get them to a breakthrough because they've already seen it all, they've already tried it all, they've already worked with everybody. So when I looked at those two audiences, high ticket item audiences versus lower ticket item audiences that they really needed my help, I made the decision. You know what, Ina, those starting coaches are your people. I love them. I love to teach them. I love to have conversations with them. I find it easy and beautiful and wonderful. So when I, it came time for me to decide who my audience was, I decided it's not just starting coaches. It's not just people who are just totally fresh, new to the industry and who have not been exposed to anything. I really felt called to offer an option in the marketplace that I have not seen yet, which is offering coaching services and give them attention for a lower price, in a way that makes financial sense to me. And that is how my membership was born. My membership is only $200 a month, cancel anytime. time. I was seeing so many people at that level, the people that I love to help, I started to see them investing in programs that had a 12 month payment plan. And they would drop all that money in there, sign up for the payment plan, and two months later, They still had not gotten results. They still hadn't even cracked open the program, right? Because they're invested in so many other things, because they're focused in so many other things, because their priorities kept kept on changing. I met so many people in this situation that they would just spend money, then not reap the benefits, and then turn around and keep looking for something else. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think that's a great way to build a business. I feel like you're dropping your money down the toilet. So what if there was an option? What if there was a place that I'm not stuck with the bill for the next 12 months unless it actually worked for me? That's how I came up with this premium membership. $200 a month is good enough a price that is not going to attract just anybody who wants to check it out, right? That it requires a certain level of commitment for them to put in $200 every month right? But at the same time, it's month to month. So if my strategies were not working for them, they're not in the hole for the rest of the year, right? Paying me something that they're not using. So I found my positioning to be, hey, I'm going to be the least expensive option that has the most high touch environment for people who are getting their footing back on their business. They haven't been getting clients, I'm gonna teach them how. And for as long as they're taking benefits, they're extracting benefits from this program, they are going to stay. For as long as it doesn't work for them, they can leave, keep their money, and turn around investing in someplace else. So that made sense to me, to offer this that I do not see being offered anywhere else. That's how I discovered my positioning. So the question for you is what is your positioning in the marketplace? What is everybody else offering that your ideal client is looking at and saying, I can't believe these are my only options. Why can't there be an option that is actually this, right? It could be that they're looking for something that is more affordable. It could be look that they're looking for something that is more high touch. There's a lot of coaches out there who used to charge to work with them for six months and who have discovered that they don't want to do one-on-one anymore because they don't want to spend all their time on calls. So you know what they do? They switch to the mastermind model and they don't do one-on-ones anymore. So that's leaving a big piece of the population wondering, how am I supposed to get any help? If the coaches that have proven that they can do it They're not doing one-on-one anymore. What am I supposed to do? Are you that person? Are you offering that service to them? That's what positioning is. Positioning is understanding the options that your ideal client has and knowing where yours fits. Why would anybody sign up to work with you rather than the next person? If your offer is way too similar, how are you going to make it different? Are you going to provide more one-on-one support? Are you going to provide more do-for-you services? What are you going to do differently? In my case, I love my offer. Just last week, I was on a call, on a one-on-one call with someone who signed up for my VIP package and she gets a one-on-one call with me. And she told me, Ina, I believe you should be charging more. I'm like, I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. In fact, that's music to my ears because it means that you are seeing a ton of value in this. And that means that my people who are out there getting in debt can look at this program and say, wow, I can't believe I'm getting all of this and it's still affordable for me. That's what I'm going for. So thank you for saying that. Now think about you. Right? Do you love your offer? Do you love The people that you're targeting, do the people that you're targeting love your price? Does everything fit together? So let's recap a little bit, this whole thing about raising your prices. Forget about raising your prices. Instead, worry about creating a pricing strategy that works for you. The answer for me is not to raise my prices. The answer for me is to provide something that my ideal client finds extremely valuable in the marketplace and that they'll pay for it. So let's go with these three things that you need to do, that you need to know in order to create an amazing pricing strategy. What did we say? Point number one, what are your financial goals and your capacity once you know your capacity divided by your financial goals or your financial goal divided by your by your time capacity that will give you your pricing number 2 who is your ideal client and how do they feel about that price is that your ideal client at all or should you should you just change your targeting just a little bit so that they find your prices prices like a slam dunk. Step three, final step, is to understand the ecosystem, is to understand the marketplace that your offer is swimming in so that you can differentiate it from everybody else and you can go and tell confidently to your ideal client, hey, you can go and sign up for everybody else's offer, but it's only here that you're going to get this, this, and this for this price or this is the only place that you're going to get this white glove service, and that is why it is this price, and you'll be so confident people are just going to sign up to work with you. So you got this, less about raising prices, more about creating a pricing strategy that works for you. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at yourengagementcoach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support.